4: It's five days to join each national dialogue on illegal mining. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Lon FM in Hohoi, Swiss FM in Ho, KTU Radio in Kofoidri and Radio Max in Takrade. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Petrosol. Your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC and HTPE pipes and water. Tank. We are the only water story tank with a level indicator. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, on the midday news, students in Inquanta South forced to stay out of the classrooms close to two weeks following clashes there. Two more persons have been killed on Sunday in spite of the imposition of a curfew, bringing the death toll for this month's clashes alone to 10.
5: And we, the teachers, too, the students are gone. We are seated at home night. We are frightened. Maybe go to are having farms nearby, farms. we can't go there.
4: They should do something about it for us. <laughs> We are not safe, so we can't be at a market. Also, Ghana Education Service refutes claims about maggot-infested rice being served in schools. and So we do not know where that report is coming from, but their investigation, which I personally state, we didn't find any. So that is false. Also in this package, check your house, not mine. President Okofado to the Speaker of Parliament over his purported refusal to assent to the criminal amendment bill, which seeks to criminalize witchcraft accusations in Ghana.
3: Parliament as an institution must be taken seriously by everybody in this country. Ordinarily, it
6: should have been sent to the president for his assent. I must state emphatically that those bills have not been sent to the president. The speaker knows about it, and I'm surprised that he came and, and made this
4: address. But why has it taken four months for the bill to travel the four-kilometre stretch from Parliament to the Jubilee House? We'll tell you why as the Coalition Against Witchcraft asks questions.
7: Whose responsibility it is to make sure that the bill got to the president? And also whose responsibility was it to make sure that they made follow-up?
4: was stay in parliament where the trade minister attempts for the fourth time to lay the import restriction instrument describing the concerns of corruption by the minority as unfounded as he insists he is legally bound to do so
6: no one has a role in the laying of this document parliament is not happy with it they march out to test majority and then acknowledge
4: But as the Minister expands the membership of the committee to include Guta and other interest groups, the Food and Beverages Association say they are still opposed to the instrument. We have sports.
5: Former Ghana captain Stephen Appiah explains why the Black Stars will end the 41-year wait for an Afcon trophy in 2024.
4: And be ready to pay more to acquire a Ghanaian passport as the Ministry of Foreign Affairs starts engagement on upward adjustment of the travel document
8: coming weeks, we'll have a formal uh, sitting with the with parliament and the various committees to see if they can help us in that direction. To make it possible for us to charge at least the
4: proper fees. You ready to pay more? Stay with me here yeah, on the midday news. For details of that and more, this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. I am MFA Appau. Now, this afternoon, students in Inquanta South municipality have been forced to stay out of the classrooms close to two weeks now, following ethnic clashes between the Chala and Achyode groupings. Two more persons have been killed on Sunday, in spite of the imposition of a curfew bringing the death toll for this month's clashes to ten. Despite the presence of security, the central market in the municipality is deserted due to fears of reprisals. OT regional correspondent Peter. Tasteno provides more details in this report. It
9: is day eight of the clashes here in the Mkwanta South municipality and almost a week of the imposition of curfew it's Monday and it is a market day here, but traders have vacated the market, taking over the streets for their safety. They tell Joy News they do not believe or trust their stay in the market for anybody to hide anywhere and shoot us that it happened last week. We have been speaking to people to gauge the understanding of how this is affecting education, businesses and general supply of goods and services
4: previously we are the central market but due to the this in the fighting we have come to a uh, home sell here
9: because the the, the, the the soldiers are in them.
4: they are in as you can see they are always in their cars. We are afraid. Being there, we don't know what is going to happen. That's why we have come here. This place is a plain place. Anything you can see, we are just pleading with them to come to our aid. These days, even going out is difficult. It's affecting our business so much, very well. Please, they should do something about it for us. We are not safe, so we can't be at the market because we are scared.
8: We are suffering very much because the conflict it's conflict between some two other and three other tribes. But it happens that we the foreigners and we the strangers are here is worrying us too much. So we are pleading for the stakeholders to come in our behalf, to come and help us. If not, we are suffering too much.
5: The social life, economical, everything has affected a lot. Prices of things have gone high.
4: That's the OT regional correspondent Peter Senos reports there. Let me bring in the director of education for Inquanta South municipality, Jonathan Kosina. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on the Midday News. So let's talk about uh, the situation, especially the effect on education uh, because they are concerned about how our children have stayed out of the classroom for close to two weeks now following these clashes. Is there really a plan in place for these children? Uh, thank
10: you very much. Um, the We we have 110 schools. So as we speak now, it's only about 30 schools uh, which is in the hot zone area. uh, Out of these 30 schools, we have uh, 10,543 learners and 380 teachers who are out of school at the moment. Um, it It has also affected the three secondary schools. We have four secondary schools, but it has directly affected three Uh, secondary schools with a population of 3,129 and then about 219, 292 teachers are out. Um, We, as to when we resume for those particular schools, we are still relying on security uh, advice.
4: Mm. But what um, security advice have you received so far? Over 13,000 students from the calculation that I've done in terms of the figures that you've given us. What's a security saying? When can they reopen school? When can they go back to being educated?
10: As, as at now, we were thinking that schools will, will, will go to school within this week, but um, following what happened on Sunday, uh, in fact, parents uh, will refuse to send their children to school and most of the teachers who belong to the ethnic group have all moved away from, from, uh, from town. So that is the difficulty that we are having at the moment. Mm,
4: and, and you are yet to hear anything from the Red sec security in terms of when they can go back to school. That's the case, right? That is the case. Okay. Well, we'll get some answers uh, much later also uh, from those in charge, especially when education can resume. You've been hearing from the Director of Education for Enquanta South Municipality, Jonathan Cosina, they're giving us the figures in terms of the schools affected, 30 schools um, in the region, in the municipality or the community affected with over 10,000 pupils and three secondary schools with 3,000 students affected in all this when it comes to education. But in a related development also, there's a brewing legal showdown uh, with between the National Food Buffer Stock Company as a prominent supplier of the northern uh, northern supplier, Tamana Rice Processing Company, threatens legal action. The company's CEO, Alaji Shaibu Brima alleges the stock company owes it about five hundred thousand CDs for supplies made to all the northern regional high schools. Tamana Rice Processing Company is set to take that legal action. We can hear from the CEO, Alaji Shaibu Brahma, speaking to join us.
3: They gave me a, a contract, uh, that was 2021. 20, when the Ghana president visited the factory, and I made mention to him that I can supply all the parts in northern regions, senior high schools, without uh, any problem because I produce 250 tons a day. Uh, the, the president asked him, directed him to give the contract to me. I supplied the rice without any delay. Yeah, I said in the contract, they stated clearly will be made within 60 days after supplies. So when I made the supply, payment was not made to me up to 10 months. And the payment that was made to me where I have all the checks, uh, photocopies and the checks that contain the check it and the photocopy. I-
4: Well, we're yet to hear from the National Food Buffer Stock Company on this particular development. But in a related development also, the Ghana Education Service has refuted allegations of feeding maggot-infested rice to schools in the country. Director of Public Relations Cassandra for clarified that the information given by the minority spokesperson on education, Peter Nochukotoy, was inaccurate. Before we hear from her, this is what Peter Nochukotoy said in Parliament.
6: Mr. Speaker, if you also look at it carefully, you will realize that even the type of food they are fed with in the school is questionable. Very, very terrible, Mr. Speaker. Two years ago, I raised an issue of a canned fish that was provided in the senior high schools. When it was about to expire, then they rebranded the container and made it look as if it was newly imported. Mr. Speaker, as we speak now, there is some rice in the system which has been supplied to senior high schools. They call it laments from India. This rice, Mr. Speaker, is maggot infested. When it was imported in 2021, the suppliers or the importers did not pay for bringing the duty on the rice.
4: But speaking on news just a while ago, PR of the Ghana Education Service, Cassandra Chumampofo, categorically denies that information. I was particularly tasked to call all the regional directors of education to engage their heads and to report. And
7: let me tell you that none, none of the regional directors
3: gave us the information that they have received or any of their schools within their region
7: have received a bag, even a single bag of Margot Intercepted rice. And so we do not know where that report is coming from, but there are
4: investigations which I personally say we didn't find anything so that is all That's Cassandra Chumampo. Well, she's been signing a press statement earlier also on the computerized placements and selection system. For those of you whose children have just um, passed out from the BCE and are waiting to go to senior high schools, I'm sure you've been waiting for this news. Well, there's news for you. Mami Sinyamicha Thompson joins us in the studio. What are we learning?
0: So, according to the statement, uh, 477,772 of the candidates have been automatically placed in one of their choices. And and this is a according to the GS is a significant improvement compared to last year's with over a hundred thousand more students placed. However, one hundred and eight thousand twenty-five students, which is making about eighteen point forty-four percent of the qualified candidates could not be matched with any of their choices so these, uh, the candidates in this category don't have schools They'll have to do what they call the self-placement to select from available schools to access the placement platform and the candidates are supposed to follow the steps, um, these steps that have been given by the um, Ghana Education Service, they are supposed to obtain a placement pin code from an approved vendor Long- log on to their website, www cssps.gov.gh and
4: enter those digital I mean um, figures that they've given them and follow the prompt. Well, and you can also enter the short code star 800 star 055 hash to check whether uh, your award has been uh, placed in the computer system. Now, the journey from Parliament House to the seat of the Presidency, that's the Jubilee House, is less than four kilometres and an average vehicle speed will take you less than five minutes without traffic to reach the Presidency. But it's taking Parliament four months to forward the amended criminal offences bill to the president for his accent. The bill passed in August this year prohibits the practice of accusing others of witchcraft and criminalizes the declaration, accusation, naming or labeling of another person as a witch. The goal of the bill is to address the persecution of people accused of witchcraft. But yesterday the speaker and the minority leadership took on the president for refusing to assent the bill, accusing him of violating the it's
3: a serious matter. Parliament as an institution must be taken seriously by everybody in this country. It's for good reason that the framers of the Constitution mandated Parliament to pass laws.
4: Is still in Parliament.
3: And um,
6: ordinarily, it should have been sent to the the President for his assent. I must state emphatically that those bills have not been sent to the President for his assent. The Speaker knows about it. And I'm surprised that he came and, and made this address, made it appear as if the President was trampling upon the Constitution. Nothing can be further from the truth.
4: Master, uh, the majority leader, Osay Che Men there. Well, the president has been responding to this particular subject. Presidential affairs correspondent Elton Grobe joins me in studio with more. First, tell us when the speaker received or the, the the president received the bill.
5: So, if according to a statement from the presidency, the statement comes with a, a correspondence they got from parliament yesterday. Mm-hmm. This is dated the 27th of November, 2023.
2: Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?
1: Pero éste comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500 This is parliamentary service. This is on the
5: letterhead of the clerk to parliament and it's addressed to the executive secretary to the president, office of the president, Jubilee House, Kanda, Accra. Bills for presidential assent. Please find attached and close eight copies each of the following bills, which were passed by Parliament and duly authenticated by me for assent by His Excellency the President. The bills are the Criminal Offences Amendment Bill 2023, Wildlife Resources Management Bill, and as well as the National Petroleum Authority Amendment Bill. I shall be grateful if we invite the President to. Signify his assent to the bills in accordance with Article 1067 of the 1992 Constitution. This time by the Deputy Clerk, Mr. Jetro.
4: And the date again for the, this? The say.
5: date on this correspondent is dated the 27th of November. 2023, 20, that's yesterday.
4: And today is 28th, and th- that discussion was happening yesterday exactly. in Parliament, 27th. Mm. So the President has a response to Parliament.
5: And this is signed by the Director of Communication, Eugene. He said the Office of the President has noted recent media reports suggesting that the President has declined to assent to the Criminal Offences Amendment Bill, uh, a legislative measure aimed at amending the Criminal Offences Act. Indeed, the Speaker of Parliament, uh, Babem, is reported on Monday, 27th November, to have rebooked Akufuado over silence on the Criminal Offences Amendment Bill. It is important to state, at the onset, that the amendment is specifically designed to outlaw the roles of witch doctors or witch finders in addition to prohibiting the act of declaring, accusing, or naming or labeling an individual as a witch alongside other related matters. Contrary to the claims made in this report by the Speaker of Parliament and the Minority Caucus in Parliament, President Cufuado has not remained silent on the bill. And they asked, How could the Speaker of Parliament accuse the President of remaining silent on a bill when it was officially presented to him on Monday, 27 November? 2023 and the same day the speaker made the accusations. The senator goes to say that the bill was officially presented to the president for his ascent together with the Wildlife Resources Management and the National Petroleum Authority bill. It is wholly inaccurate that the bill has been sitting on the decks of the president without receiving the due attention. And the Senate ends by saying the president is mindful of the implications of this and he has seven days to look through the bill if he has any concerns for the parliament on that is exam is within the legally mandated period to advise on the way forward
4: well thank you very much that's the presidential affairs correspondent elton broby there uh, with a response from the presidency regarding his um, refusal purported refusal to assent to the criminal bill that that um, prohibits people from accusing others as witches meanwhile a non-governmental organization song taba is unhappy with a lack of commitment to making the law come into force lamna to adam is the executive director
7: whose responsibility to make sure that the bill got to the president and also whose responsibility was it to make sure that they made follow-up. And so if we did not know whose responsibility was it and whose responsibility it was to make a follow-up, then there is a challenge there. And the question we ask ourselves is, is it that this bill is of no interest Because I remember this whole years of our engagement, especially in this year, we have continuously engaged the gender ministry. And it was clearly that uh, the issues around which was the ministry's priority. And so this has come as a surprise that um, the bill is just getting to, to the presidency.
4: Now, the Trade and Industry Minister, Kovnath Hammond, is this afternoon attempting for the fourth time to lay a legislative instrument to restrict the importation of some 22 selected items. Per the proposed regulation, any person seeking to import the selected products will require permission from the Trade Ministry. But the minority in Parliament and some interested parties have described the regulation as a bad policy that must be withdrawn immediately, pointing to potential corruption. But the Trade Minister says he sees no link between granting permission to individuals to import it Products and corruption. He spoke to my colleague Evans Mensah.
6: If my choice before Christmas will still not affect import or products for Christmas, any importer who is desirous of bringing anything for the purpose of Christmas will longer have put the orders and uh, uh, will be receiving them anyway. And. Uh, the thing about it is that there's also a clause, there's transitional clause in there. Those who have already imported their staff and whatever, they have three they months. They have three months to write a to you. And further extension and whatever to get this. Let, let, let's get this fundamental issue right. It is not an attempt to line Katie Hammond's pocket with anything. It is not an attempt to line MPPs, governments, uh, coffers with anything.
4: If he's successful in laying the instrument, the matter will be closed, but Parliament can overturn it with two-thirds of all MPs voting to reject it. Katie Hammond says he's legally bound to undertake the exercise, insisting some concerns raised by the minority have been addressed in the amended instrument.
6: Ultimately, there must be recourse to Parliament. Parliament. Yeah, Parliament, for whatever reason mm. they thought. Uh, which you agree. Which well, you I agree. agreed. You oh, see, I keep saying that I agreed, but I was saying you, didn't make sense. I knew it wasn't going to fly mm. with the Attorney General. You answered the question, so what happened after your agreement? So I took it because they said the Attorney General should look at it. And what and the mean, Attorney I was General I wasn't going to? to just put anything the Attorney General hadn't seen. I took it to the Attorney General with a lawyer from this office, and the Attorney General's office was a uh, no way, Jose, it doesn't work like that. I was vindicated. So it's not going to find expression it's in the document. So now. the final one that I've given you thats it's what, what I've just read. Yes, yeah, what you read. It, it, ends, it show, ends with a court. It ends with a court.
4: That full interview is available on myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. While industry players have remained divided over their support for the regulation. First, listen to the executive secretary of the Food and Beverages Association, Jonah, when he describes the minister's statement that they've been consulted as untrue.
3: Who and who did they meet to? This is what even increases the height of our suspicion that a few people want to call the the entire Ghanaian public to ransom, the business sector to ransom.
4: Well, President of the Association of Ghana Industries, Humphrey Ayimdake, insists his outfit and others have been consulted on the legislation and we are giving it their full support.
6: We supported, we were consulted, we had a meeting, even that was uh, extended to Peace Hotel, September the 12th to the 16th, that we had to even go through the list, right, and this had to do with even the
3: exemption list. So we were consulted fully.
4: Well, Parliamentary first Correspondent, quick joins us on the line with details of what is happening in Parliament regarding the most talked about instrument. What's the status?
3: I mean, this instrument has not been laid as we speak. We understand there are still conversations going on so that when the bill comes to the floor, there will not be any mutual disagreement. But the minority still says they are totally opposed to this regulation and will not allow it to go through. Katie Hammond yesterday showed Evans A report from the subsidiary legislation committee, which is chaired by the minority, giving this ally a go ahead, but their leadership completely says they will not let it go through.
4: Uh, Apart from that, though, what else is expected in parliament today?
3: Today is the penultimate day for the 2024 budget debate. Ordinarily, the leaders were expected to conclude the debate on the statement and vote to approve or reject same, but it has been extended by the MPs who continue debating the proposals that we are nine in the budget today and the leadership will conclude tomorrow that it will be a final vote.
4: That's Parliamentary, your first correspondent, Quick question Santi, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News. Live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi, on Love, 99.5 FM. Proudly brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also made possible by DuraPlus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where DuraPlus goes, water flows over 13,000 students in Inquanta South, forced to stay out of the classrooms. Close to two weeks following clashes there, two more persons have been killed on Sunday in spite of the imposition of a curfew. We have sports when we return from the break and you're ready to pay more to acquire a Ghanaian passport as the Ministry of Foreign Affairs starts engagement on upward review of the travel document. Coming weeks, we'll
8: have a formal uh, sitting with the with Parliament and the various committees to see if they can help us in that direction. To make it possible for us to charge at least. The Proper Fees
6: in full quantity.
4: Time for sports
5: on the midday news. Yep, MF and our former Ghana captain Steven Appiah believes the Black Stars are poised to end the 41-year wait for the Africa Cup of Nations title. The last time Ghana lifted the trophy was in 1982. Now optimism surrounding the team is quite low as a result of the recent uninspiring performances, but Appiah remains positive
8: well i'm very confident because i mean today as we all know football is played everywhere that's why you find you find it difficult to play with comoros and the rest so we should believe in ourselves we should believe in the team uh, they should go and represent ghana and i know that they would as i said they would do well i mean this is a trophy that i competed and uh, fought for but i didn't have the chance to to, to lift it and today seeing it here yeah, i'm so so happy and i mean we are not playing anymore so we are here to be uh fans and help our gino brothers who are representing the country to go to
5: the tournament um to do well that's black stars former black stars captain seven up here
4: you have a passport yes please okay well you don't have to pay more (laughs) just yet but the ministry of foreign affairs and regional integration is making a case for an upward adjustment of the price for passport applications the ministry argues that the cost of the travel document has been heavily subsidized and the government hence the inability of the passport office to invest in other areas of service delivery we can hear from the deputy foreign affairs minister amper Sapong saying that the engagement will soon begin with parliament to push for price adjustment
8: the foreign affairs committee at various meetings that we've had with them, have always urged us to try and do something about the price. We are in consultation with the various uh, stakeholders, and hopefully, uh, our next attempt is to engage with Parliament, because we, on our own, cannot increase passport fees. We will need uh, the support of Parliament to make it happen. We are in, we are engaging them, and we hope that in the coming weeks, we will have a formal uh, sitting with, the, with Parliament and the various uh, committees to see if they can help us in that direction, to make
4: well, that's um, the Deputy Minister for Foreign Affairs there announcing a possible uh, upward adjustment of um, passports. Now, let me take you to the Lejoku constituents. Yesterday, we're in Adenta, and the battle lines are now drawn for the much anticipated parliamentary primaries. And it's been an unpredictable seat since its inception and swings between the two major political parties, NDC and MPP. Today, in your election headquarters, Samuel in for our political desk highlights the competition. <laughs>
9: Lejeokoku constituency remains a seat to look out for because it does not keep an occupant for too long. Dr. Bernard Okoboy succumbed to defeat in 2020 against the NDC. He is once again considered a frontrunner in the upcoming race. But UK-based businessman Collins Nii Ashete Olenu says he means business. He has renounced his UK citizenship to join the race insisting that the party's 2020 defeat in the constituency was avoidable.
6: Well, that defeat in 2020 was not something that any sympathizer of the MPP had hoped for in the But unfortunately,
9: it happened that way. But now the party has an opportunity to right the wrong. Presidential staffer Ibrahim Ejay who believes in second chances considers himself as the catalyst for change in the N.P. I'm that agent of change and that's what I want to do. I want to bring the opportunities that exist within government to the people of Lejecoukou
3: so they can realize their ambitions.
9: Meanwhile, former constituency second vice chairman Clifford Maatekole claims his popularity among the contestants makes him the right candidate to lead the N.P.
3: Right now
8: when they have nicknamed me the super duper and everybody everybody everywhere across the divide is talking about the super duper
4: and that's the situation in ledger cuckoo it's time for our stories of hope and i'll take you to the eastern region and a dedicated english teacher is not only transforming education at the mampongkwanta ma school but also spearheading a movement to address a critical issue affecting girls attendance mami senior mitche thompson has the rest of the story
0: Ejewa, an English teacher who nine years ago embarked on a journey that would redefine education in Adoso. This place is my first station to teach so um, when I when I got here I saw a lot of challenges that the girls were going through. The Mampongkwante school, a pillar of learning for over 60 years, has a population of 240 pupils. Out of which, 113 are girls. Sanitary towel. the prices
2: is going high. And even we, the workers, sometimes... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes...